Welcome back to the Broken Rising podcast. And in this episode, this second part uh, of our two-part episode, we're going to be talking about when a relationship with a leader who wounded you in the church is not possible and how you can still walk in God's healing and hope and calling for the future. Welcome to the Broken Rising podcast. The mission of Broken Rising Ministries is to help those who have been wounded by a church leader find healing, embrace faith once again, and continue on the journey of their calling. Here's your host, Gary Don. So as we talked about in the last episode, the devil absolutely loves when church leadership breaks apart with abuse, mistreatment, and the devaluing of uh, other members of the body of Christ, whether they're staff pastors, lay leaders, or just somebody sitting in the pew. It doesn't matter. The devil's goal is for the church to lose one of its most powerful evangelism tools, which is unity in the body of Christ. Again, a unity that is welcoming and loving to the world. So listen, there is no winning when relationships break apart in the church. All right, there is, we can we can easily take this episode and the principles in this episode and say, well, that's that's that. Uh, I, I don't have to deal with healing. I don't have to deal with a relationship uh, that could potentially be re restored. It is not a win-win. It is a lose-lose when relationships are broken. However, we can still walk in the healing of the Lord and move on with our calling and still walk in, in godly character as we journey through with relationships that um, with, with the leader who wounded us that isn't restored. All right. So that being said, there are many times when a relationship with a senior leader who has mistreated you cannot be restored, even though we still need to take that journey of healing. And at the same time, there is this Christ-centered, redemptive solution to broken relationships where you walk in that healing, that emotional healing, and again, be restored to God's calling. So let's get into it. Let's talk about when relationships, uh, when relationship restoration is not possible. And there's four things that come to mind. Uh, these are dynamics and situations in relationships that are, they're just going to block a restoration um, of a relationship with a leader who abused you. The first one is your former leader is continuing to abuse you. Your former leader is continuing to abuse you. This might seem kind of obvious, all right? This is not like high-level theology here, um, but it can be so subtle in its effects as you're living it out. Because sometimes ongoing abuse wanes in its intensity making you think that the senior leader has maybe turned a page and, and away from the abuse. And you'll see this happen uh, during seasons of ministry success. So you may be, say, a lay leader who's running a, in a director-type situation at a church. You might be a staff pastor. And whatever staff pastor that is, you are, you're a worship evangelism. You're an associate that's dealing with discipleship, your youth, children's, next-gen ministry, whatever it is. And that area of ministry is succeeding. You know, the, the, you're a worship pastor and worship has been fantastic and the organization is going exceptionally well and or you're a discipleship pastor, a, a pastoral care pastor, and things are going fantastic. And you see that those from your senior leader, you see that abuse wane. You have to be careful um, that you be aware that the abuse is still possible 
because the abusive spiritual leader actually hasn't changed their beliefs and their ministry values and their leadership culture. And so the abuse is actually continuing. It's just that there's a lull in the conflict. All right. It's, um, you know, like in war, when the guns are firing, the guns sometimes stop firing so they can be reloaded. All right. And so, so that they can, uh, they can be re reloaded. And then you're often the senior leader is still looking to spiritually abuse you in that relationship. They're just waiting for the right circumstances. They're just waiting for you to trip. They're just waiting for um, maybe it to be politically advantageous in the church. All right. Now, obviously, if your former leader or is continuing to abuse you or the leader that you are still serving is abusing you currently, right? They're spiritually and emotionally abusing you. And in previous episodes, we actually talked about what that looks like. Um, then relationship is not possible to be restored. All right. That, that when you are being spiritually and emotionally abused, uh, sorry, abused, there's no possible way for there to be a relationship restoration until that abuse stops. It cannot be ongoing. The second thing is, is that your former leader is unrepentant of their abuse towards you and refuses to admit or take responsibility for that abuse. All right, so this is the other side of the coin from the last episode. Taking responsibility for your actions is not expressing regret that the other person is offended. That's just an attempt to be polite. That's just an attempt to save face publicly often so they can say to say other leaders that they're responsible to or networks or um, whoever it is, people that you all minister together, the church itself, they can say, well, I was kind and polite and nice to them. Because I told them that I was, you know, the senior leader would go and say, well, I'm sorry you're offended. That is not the same thing like we talked about in the last episode. That is not the same thing as taking responsibility for the actual actions and words that they said to you that caused the pain and the wounding. And often, most times, it happens over a season or multiple seasons where these words of death, these words of discouragement, these words uh, of basically, essentially, just spiritual lies, they compound as they're heaped upon your soul, upon your mind and your spirit, right? So when a spiritual, uh, when an abusive spiritual leader doesn't take personal responsibility for their abuse and their abusive ways, here's the kicker. It creates a leadership atmosphere and a leadership culture where they can justify spiritually and emotionally abusing you again. So even if you see this lull and they haven't taken a resp the responsibility for the abuse and the wounding and the pain, um, all they're doing is they're just saving faith, being polite, and looking for the opportunity uh, to abuse again because the same values, the same toxic leadership culture, it's in place still, which just means that <clears throat> when that leadership culture uh, sorry, when those uh, those those seasons of leadership success uh, comes to an end, when you stub your toe, when you aren't perfectly perfect every single day, that's going to be the excuse that they need to spiritually and emotionally abuse you again. So all they're looking for is the right, justifiable leadership conditions to bring abuse. So when there is a lull in the wounding, in the abuse, in the words and actions spoken to you that are that are spiritually and emotionally 
abusive when there's a lull um that doesn't mean that it's over that doesn't mean that the it just means that that the abuse for the moment is is just there's no political justification for that senior leader to uh to bring that abuse until the abusive leader takes responsibility for their abuse relationship restoration is unfortunately not possible because you're still in a leadership culture and atmosphere of spiritual emotional abuse now the next thing that is going to make a relationship uh restoration impossible with a former leader who abused you is that your former leader is continuing to spread a false narrative about you so dealing with false narratives is something that we're going to deal with and we're going to talk about in further episodes of the broken rising podcast um, but closer related to the last point is that they're still spreading a false narrative about you to your peers or your network or the church itself. And this is one of the ways that the abusive leader justifies uh, their abusive ways uh, by creating a false narrative about their former staff or lay leader. And then they get others to agree with or at least see the perspective of that false narrative. That's the only reason for a false narrative. That's the only reason for a lie about a, a leader that they want to abuse or that they are abusing. All right, again, until the spreading of the rumors and lies about you stops and attempts are made to take responsibility for the, for that false narrative uh, and then go about reversing them, which means that the uh, they actually go to the people that they spoke of and said, listen, I was wrong about, you know, this leader or that leader and try to help reverse them. You might not be able to turn to, you know, to, to turn everybody's perspective kind of back to, um, you know, kind of that baseline uh, that everybody is valued by the Lord. Uh, but they they will be able to at least attempt. And in, in that attempt, they're showing that they are taking responsibility for their, uh, their abusive ways and that they're going to stop a culture of mistreatment. But until they do, relationship restoration is not going to be possible as long as they are still spreading a false narrative about you. All right, the last thing is is critical and it's subtle and, you know, it's it can be a bit of a landmine, but it needs to be said and that is that relationship restoration with a former leader who abused you is not possible when your spouse and family are still deeply wounded by what happened all right when your spouse and family are still deeply wounded by what happened listen aside from jesus himself who is number one in our lives your spouse always comes first and then shortly after your children and your extended family that's the healthy way that we live our lives because a, a relationship with your spouse all right the um your spouse is a strength especially when you are investing in their god gifts you're releasing them and believing in uh in their the, the the calling that god has on their lives then that becomes a strength for you uh and that's a subject for a podcast for another day potentially maybe not even this particular podcast but listen when you release your spouse into their god birth gifting and calling destiny and assignment that becomes a strength and a blessing to you and your ministry all right, that one's for free. All right, but here's the deal. Uh, sometimes a senior leader will do as much spiritual and emotional damage to your spouse and to your family as they did to you. Now, you might be at the place where you're ready to see a relationship with that former leader restored, but your spouse and your children and even your extended family and close friends might not be. 
it's primarily talking about friends, but if you have a close enough friend that you do ministry with and all the rest, like that might be a dynamic as well. But when your spouse and your children are still journeying through the pain and the wounding, a true restoration of a relationship with a former abusive leader, spiritually abusive leader, it is not going to be possible because your spouse comes first. And then closely after that, your, your children come first. And so if they're still going through it, you are going to unfortunately bring some level of a betrayal upon their trust uh, by reconnecting with an, an abusive leader and seeing that relationship restored. So those are the conditions under which you really can't see a relationship with a former abusive leader, church leader, spiritual leader be restored, right? But it doesn't end there and it can't end there. So how do we practically walk things out in a healthy way if relationships are broken and they can't be restored? Well, there's three things that we want to go over that are going to equip you on how to walk out these relationships in this healthy, godly way. The first one is, is that you don't treat them poorly on a social level. You might be attending the same church, live in the same community still as this spiritual leader who spiritually and emotionally wounded you. You might be in the same network or denomination and see them at meetings. You might be involved in the same parachurch organization, see them out in the community at, you know, your kids' uh, sports teams or at clubs or parachurch organizations that you're involved in, committees, everything. Like the the uh, ways that you could have contact with this former leader are, you know, they're, they could be anything, uh, whether in the community or within things like denominations. So here's the thing. Whether you're seeing them, say, virtually on Zoom or or in in-person meetings, I would say I would say that that probably in-person meetings are going to be is going to be tougher. They're going to be a little tougher because uh, when you're just you when you're up there in Zoom and there's 30 people or 20 people or 10 people, whatever it is that's up on the Zoom, you can you know hit those mutes or not be looking at them and not engaging with them and all the rest. Um, but here's the thing is that whenever and wherever you engage this the former leader that the relationship uh, restoration is not possible with you have to walk it out in godly character you cannot treat them poorly on a social level god is calling you to walk with godly character especially on a social level um so when you bump into them listen you you're obviously you know you're not going to share your heart with them you're not going to share what the lord is doing in your life other than you know, on a, on a level that uh, where trust isn't required, because remember they've broken their trust in you. You're not going to tell you're not going to tell them you know the the nitty gritty or the deep details of what's going on in your ministry or with your family or friendships or relationships. You're going to probably keep the conversation you know on that cordial level. Like you're going to keep it just on that level where you're just there's lots of things to talk about, especially if you're an intro or an extrovert and you're. Uh, you know, you, you can talk about anything. You talk about the sports and talk about the weather. You can talk about, you know, generalities of, you know, God is good and all those things. But trust has been broken. And when trust is broken, it's really hard to have deep conversations. So you're not going to. But you cannot be socially awkward with them. You are to do your best to try to make sure that those conversations are not socially awkward, that they're not weird, and specifically that they're not unchristlike. All right, so the first thing is you don't treat them poorly on a social level. Is it going to be awkward to talk to those leaders? Probably. 
it's probably going to be difficult, especially for the first few times, especially when that relationship isn't broken, when they haven't taken responsibility, where, where there's all these loose ends. And remember, that's not going to be, those loose ends aren't going to be because of you. They're going to be because, as we talked about, that former leader has broken their trust in you. They haven't taken responsibility. And so they have the capacity to hurt and wound you. But you still walk things out in a godly way. You do not let your godly character slip because another leader isn't walking the way they should be with the Lord. And they obviously are, there's, they, they're still abusing spiritually and emotionally. They're still abusing people that they minister to or sit under them and all the rest. But you make sure that you don't treat them poorly on a social level. The second thing is that you don't speak evil of your former abusive spiritual leader. A surefire way to know whether or not someone is free of their abuse and that they've been healed is how they talk about their former leader and whether or not it's in the negative. Now, you don't have to be fake and phony. This is not a call for you to be fake and phony about things, but uh, the Lord cannot bless you, all right, if you are continually publicly talking smack about your former leader. You just cannot do that. All right, now, again, we're going to separate that, and that is not the same thing as talking to, say, a Christian counselor or a mentor uh, or a friend where uh, you're talking about things to, you know, to literally, it's part of the healing journey for you. All right, and so you know that the person that you're talking to is, you know, either taking, you know, oaths of confidentiality, say, like a counselor or, you know, a therapist or whatever, or it's a trusted mentor or friend that you know that that the gossip there's there's going to be no gossip because it stops right with that person that person is the mentor they love you they care about you and they just take what they've learned about that particular leader leader and fire it you know file it away and don't come back to it publicly on any level because they're a mentor or they're a confidant all right but you leave the ungodly lifestyle of rumors and rebellion. And that's really what it is. We talk about that in podcasts to come in the coming season on the Broken Rising podcast, but you do not want to embrace that lifestyle of rebellion. You do not want to embrace that lifestyle of rumors and lies and the, and the false narratives that that leader was maybe even walking in themselves, but you don't walk in that. All right. So you do not talk. Uh, negatively about your former uh, your former leader that you are unable to come to that reconciliation, that restoration uh, that we uh, unfortunately are talking about how to walk that out through when that can't take place. So listen, in its place, remember to put in a biblical atmosphere of honor, communication, and value, all right? So that's what you're you're walking in towards other leaders, but when it comes to this former leader, just don't speak evil about them. Leave it in the hands of the Lord, especially when you're out of that season of abuse. It's a different deal when you're in that season of, of abuse. Now, you certainly still don't talk evil about your leader that you're under. It's just that you need to take, take steps to journey out of that season of spiritual and emotional abuse. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that the relationship is not able to be uh, restored. The third thing is, is that you pursue your own healing and future in Christ. And if there is anything that, that flips the narrative in your heart and allows the healing to just go on to being a, a point of strength where you're sharing a testimony of God's healing, you're just not simply going through that healing and the Lord certainly wants to do that. 
in your life is that you just continue to pursue your own healing and your own future in Christ. A former spiritual leader's abuse of you does not disqualify you from the love of Jesus or rescind God's call on your life. Let me say that again. A former spiritual uh, leader's abuse of you, which is spiritual and emotional, does not disqualify you from God's love and it does not disqualify you from God's call on your life. So pursue that. When a restoration with your former leader isn't possible, leave it in Christ's hands. Again, what we just talked about is it, it's a different deal when you're actually going through that spiritual and emotional abuse. You have to journey out of that. But we're talking about kind of when, um, you know, all the pieces have fallen where they lay and you've realized that you cannot have a restored relationship with this leader. Move on with your relationship with Christ because you're loved by Jesus and you're called. You still have a calling on your life. All right, so you need to do that. You need to just move through with Christian character and pursue the good thing that the Lord has for you, right? That healing and then, of course, moving on with your calling. When you're healed, continue to pursue God's call on your life. I mean, this is going to be, again, again, the subject for other podcasts. There's so many different dynamics to uh, what it is to be wounded by a leader and then, then, then journey on in your relationship with the Lord and your calling. But do, the, the biggest tragedy is when people walk away, when leaders, whether they are staff pastors or they're, they're lay leaders in the church, when they walk away from the Lord and they walk away from their calling and just, you know, sit in the back pew. No, you are still called. You're still gifted. God still has things for you to do in the kingdom. And now that that relationship with that former leader is 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 uh, no longer uh able to be there it's not able to be restored that relationship is gone you move on with god's healing and god's strength and god's calling so don't fall into the error of just simply burying the pain deal with it in god's healing and then move on for with the for the rest of your days in god's calling on your life and um man that that is that is god's heart is that Listen, relationship is not able to be restored with this former leader, but you are still loved and called. Never forget that. Uh, so those three things that you uh, that you should pursue and that you should go through, uh, all right, is um, it, those are three things that you can practically do on the other side that show and will help you walk through uh, a relationship with a former lead pastor that's that uh, or or senior leader in the church or say a a, a board um, or another group of leaders or leader that you sit under that is a spiritual covering over you and that that relationship is broken cannot be restored. Those are the three things that you can go through uh, to make sure that you walk it through in a really really healthy way. All right, you are not to walk it through in rebellion uh, and you're not to hold that that you know that toxic. Uh, you know, fruit that came from that relationship. You just got to let it go and and just move on in Christ's calling for your life. So remember, be aware that there are some circumstances where relationship restoration with a former abusive spiritual leader, it's just not possible. But you are called to keep and raise your Christian character when it comes to how you walk out that relationship that is not able to be restored. All right, and who knows that um, that this relationship in this season, maybe the next season or years, 
sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it's even decades before you can see uh, a restoration. So maybe you won't be able to see restoration for this season, but you might be able to see a restoration seasons or years down the road. And if you treat them uh, with this godless character, if you're rebelling, if you are... You know, if you're speaking evil against them and you are looking to keep that relationship broken apart, there's no chance for healing. But who knows that these conditions might change? And we talked about that in the last episode, this two-part episode. And here's the thing. If all of a sudden these conditions change, then it's possible that that relationship with that former leader can be restored. And of course, that's when everybody wins. Um, and again, that relationship isn't going to be the exact same as it was before, but it's possible. But just take note, these all right, these conditions that we talked about, they are not to be used as, as an excuse to walk in the error of, you know, speaking badly about that former leader. You are to walk in godly character. Moving forward. Okay, so thanks for tuning into the podcast. Remember to hit the like buttons and subscribe to all the different channels that uh, that Broken Rising is on. We're on a number of social media um, channels. And uh, spread the word. My my heart for this ministry is that that those who have been wounded by a spiritual leader uh, in the church, that they find healing, that they are restored, and they move back on with their calling. That they that they they see the calling in their life come alive again, and they move in healing, and that they set in place uh, a new uh, leadership atmosphere in the church where. Um, leaders that they serve are not only not abused but they're released into their god calling as well we want to see uh a, a, the seasons ahead in the church walk in this amazing uh biblical godly uh, atmosphere of gifts and calling being released where the wounded can find healing and move on with the good things the lord has for them so please spread the word about this podcast we also there's also blogs um, uh, just check out the website brokenrising.com all those free resources are there and uh, so keep rising above in the Lord and we'll see you in the next episode of the Broken Rising Podcast thanks for tuning in to the podcast for more podcasts and resources please visit brokenrising.com and connect with our pages on Facebook and Instagram this podcast is copyright Broken Rising Ministries